Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to welcome us to this um, episode where we'll be looking at a very important topic as the Lord will lead us. And the topic is decision-making key to the future. Decision-making key to the future. But before we move further, I want us to pray. Almighty Father, we thank you. We worship you. We bless you because you're faithful. Thank you for a time like this in your presence. We pray, Father, that as we go into your word, that you speak to us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Abba Father, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. By the grace of God, we'll be considering the text in 1 Kings chapter 12, from verses 1 to 19. It's, it's a long read, but I'll break it down. We'll be reading it as we go on in the passage. 1 King, Kings chapter 12, verses 1 through 19. But then, as we continue, I need to let us know what, when it comes to decision-making, what does it mean? It means having to um, take action or decide or um, take a particular position as regards a matter. Take, for example, in fact, there are so many decisions we make in life. Simple decisions like what to wear during the day, what to eat during the day, and complex decisions like who to marry, um, where to school, and all of that. So decision-making is one part of human being that by instinct, we develop it. It becomes part of us because even God, when he created us, he created us to be decision-makers. Because it gave man the option to decide. He said, do not take from the tree that is in the middle of the garden. So at every point in life, we are decision makers. And at every phase in our lives, we take decisions that would affect our future. That is why the topic says that decision making, the key to the future. Every decision you have made in the past has brought you to where you are presently. And the decisions you will make now will determine where you'll be in the future. And that is the case of Rehoboam, who happens to be the son of King Solomon. And he succeeded Solomon when Solomon died. I must say this before we go further, that all of our decisions are influenced by one, our environment. The environment we grew up in determines how well how we take decisions. It influences our decisions. Another thing that influences our decisions are our family. Either our parents or our siblings, but they influence our decisions. And again, our peers, that's our friends, our colleagues, they also influence our decisions so much. That is why you notice that a small child of about two years old, I remember that there are sometimes my child is three now, but sometimes you say, ah, no, daddy, this is the clothes I want to wear. He's already trying to be independent that he can take decisions. No, daddy, I don't want to eat rice. I want to eat amla. And like that. So right from a tender age, Man takes decisions and it affects one's life. 
So for this um, topic today, we'll be dividing it into four parts. We'll be dividing it into four parts. Rehoboam, like I said, was the son of King Solomon, who succeeded the father. If we read verses 1 and 2, if we look at it, he said, And Rehoboam went to Shechem, for all Israel had gone to Shechem to make him king. So it happened when Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, heard it. He was still in Egypt, for he had fled from the presence of King Solomon and had been dwelling in Egypt. So Rehoboam was being made king here, and something happened, which would lead us to the first part of uh, the message today, which is, that the first part is that you will always be confronted with decisions to make. As students, you will always be confronted with decisions to make, whether you like it or not. Now, for those of you that are in GSS 3 now, or you're in the junior class, one of the decisions you need to make is, which department would I go to when I get to SS1? Which department would I go to? Now, if let's read verse 3 and 4 and see the decision that Rehoboam was faced with. Verse 3 and 4, 1 Kings chapter 12, it says, And they sent and called him. Then Jeroboam and the whole assembly of Israel came and spoke to Rehoboam, saying, Your father made our yoke heavy. Now, therefore, lighten the burdensome, lighten the burdensome service of your father and his heavy yoke, which he put on us, and we will serve you and we will serve you so for career Obama, he had a decision to make the people came to him and they laid their challenges they laid their problem before king solomon and then he had to take a decision so as i was saying for those in junior class you'll be looking at you there's a decision you need to make um which department will i go to and again another decision is Will I still continue my senior class in this same school? Well, I want to advise you. You need to continue here. Because here, leaders are made. So you need to continue here. Another aspect, another decision that you need to make is what or who do I want to become in future? What do I want to be? Uh, what do I want to do? Who do I want to become in future? Those are very important decisions that you must make. And for those of us in the senior class, of course, you'll be going out soon. The SS1, SS2, you're already in one department or the other. You need to start preparing. What course will I study? What skill will I learn? Which school am I going to go to? The University Polytechnic College of Education? At this stage is the stage where most people go into relationships. So the question you need to start asking yourself is, am I ready for a relationship now? But don't forget, your decisions, the decisions you make today would affect or determine where you will be in the future. The second part is that never ever be in a rush to make important decisions. Let's, let's look at verse 5 of the passage. And then, so he said to them, depart for three days, then come back to me. And the people departed. Rehoboam understood the need to always take time to decide. And that he must have learned from the father. 
how do I mean? If you look at the story, um, when the two women came and they brought one dead uh, son and uh, the other alive and said, ah, this is my son, my son is the one that is living and all of that. Solomon took time to listen to both parties before he came to a conclusion. He was not in a haste to decide. And because he was not in a haste, he was able to take a wonderful decision which made his wisdom to even become more pronounced. If you remember the story, he said, okay, this is what we'll do. Since both of you are laying claim that this is your son, the one that is alive, then let us split this, the child into two and give one part to the other, uh, to each person. And of course, the one who was not the original owner said, yes, let's do it. While the other one, who out of love for a child said, Oh, king, don't worry. Give the child to the, the other lady. When the, boy, the, when the son is old, he would know who the mother is. And of course, Solomon was able to take the right decision. Rehoboam also knew that this decision he was about to make would have a lasting effect on his reign. He knew that that decision would determine how long he would reign. So he told them, he said, depart for three days, come back, and then I'll give you a response. So as you make decisions that will affect your life, you need not to be in a rush. Do not be in a rush to go into a relationship. Do not be in a rush and say, oh, because my friends are going to science class, I want to go to science class. No, because my friends are going to art class, I want to go. No, you need to take time to do your homework, to do your research, to pray and seek the face of God. Because my friends are picking University of Ibad, I have to pick no. You need to ask and seek advice. And that will take us to the third part of the lesson, which is when it comes to decision making, you need to consult knowledgeable people. You need to consult knowledgeable people. And that will be taken from 1 Kings chapter 12, we'll read from verse 6 to 11. And it says, Then King Rehoboam consulted the elders who stood before his father Solomon while he still lived. And he said, How do you advise me to answer these people? And he spoke to him, saying, If you if you will be a servant to these people today and serve them and answer them and speak good words to them, then they will be your servants forever. Verse 8. But he rejected the advice. Let me stop there because of time, so I won't have to read it so long. But one of the things you must understand is the people you listen to have direct influence over your decision. You need to be careful. As much as it is important not to rush to make decisions, the people you consult, you seek for advice from, you need to be sure there are people who know. Now, Rehoboam did one thing good. And that is the fact that in verse 6, he said, he consulted the elders who stood before his father, Solomon. Who could have been the right person than the elders who stood before the father? They knew. They had been in service. They worked with the father. So they were the best set of people to go to advice. The question is, who are you going to for advice? You know, sometimes we tend, because we have a mindset, we want to do certain things. So, we would want to go to the person that will speak what we want to hear. We don't want somebody that will speak the truth to us. 
That's one of the problems our generation have today. Now, what was the advice the elders gave him? Number one, he said, if you'll be a servant to these people today, be a servant. Number two, he said, serve them. Not just being a servant to these people, he said, and serve them. Number three, he said, answer them. They have brought the request, answer them. And another one is, I speak good words to them. So make their yoke light. Speak good words to them. Encourage them. He said, then they will be your servants forever. Who are you going to for advice? Who are you going to to seek counsel? The Bible says that in the multitude of counsel, there's safety. But you must be careful where you seek for advice. The same set of people... um, Having to go to a spear for advice, Amon went to seek opinion from his friend and who gave him the option of raping his stepsister. Who are you going to for advice? Is it that friend that you know will tell you to do the wrong thing or to do the right thing? You need to be very careful because those you consult would determine, would have influence on your decisions and your decisions will have direct effect on where you will be in the future. There are friends that will counsel you and say, yes, it is time to be in a relationship. Come, you you need to steal money from home just to be somebody. You need to do a dirty deal. They will tell you so many things. But seek the right counsel. Who are those people we can seek the right counsel from? Number one, your parents. Your parents want the good, the best for you. Seek their counsel. Number two, your pastor. And number three, there are some friends that you have that you know are godly. You can seek counsel from them. But above these three, Know that the one that you can seek counsel from that will never fail you and will never lead you astray is God. So that tells you that there is need for you to have a right relationship with God. A good one. A close one. And the last part. Bad decisions and its consequences. That would be from verse 12. To 19. I would not read through, but I would explain. Of course, in verse 8, the Bible says that he rejected the advice which the elders had given to him, and he consulted the young men who had grown with grown up with him. And he had he sought for advice and he told him, What? Eh? Don't ever do that. Just tell them you see. My father made your yoke heavy, but me, I would my little finger will be what thicker than my father's waist. He put a yoke, every yoke on you. I will add to your yoke. My father chastised you with whips. With whips, I will chastise you with scourges. And then, when the people came back, the Bible said that real poem answered them that way. And look at what happened. Look at the consequence. In verse 16. It says, Now when all Israel saw that the king did not listen to them, the people answered the king, saying, What share have we in David? We have no inheritance in the son of Jesse. To your tents, O Israel. Now, 
see to your whole house, O David. So Israel departed to their tent, but Rehoboam reigned over the children of Israel who dwelt in the city of Judah. Now, every decision you make today, there are consequences, either good or bad. So you must be very careful on what decisions you would make. Yes, somebody is telling you, I love you. Yes, your friend is telling you, you can do it. But you need to wait. Because the consequences can be deadly. Don't do what you will regret later. Because every decision has its consequence. I pray that the Lord Almighty will give us understanding. Because the world we are in, we are so open to so much information. That oftentimes it is often difficult to differentiate which is from the right and the wrong information. So be careful of the information you soak in. Be careful of the people you consult because when you take a bad decision today, it can, it will definitely affect the future God has for you. Rehoboam made the wrong decision by going after the advice of his peers. He took the wrong advice and then automatically the kingdom was taken from his hand and it was divided. I pray that you will not make the wrong decisions in the name of Jesus. I want to conclude with this. That you have taken a wrong decision in the time past doesn't translate that you have to make wrong decisions again. If only you would trust God and you would talk to God about your plans, he said he would establish it. Lay your plans before God. That decision you're about to make, table it before God. And be open-minded because God might not go the way you're going. He said his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. So expect to hear anything. If he gives you a go ahead, you can go ahead. And if he says no, don't go ahead. He knows what is ahead. The Bible says he's the Alpha and the Omega. He knows the end of a thing from the beginning. So he knows your end from the beginning. So the best option you can do is lay it over to him. Lay your plans before him so that he can direct you. And I pray that as you do so, the Lord will direct your footstep. You will not make mistakes in the name of Jesus. Shall we pray together? Almighty Father, King of glory, we thank you for such a time like this. Thank you for the word we have spoken. Thank you for the word that you have sent to us. We pray, O God, that we will not fall into error in the name of Jesus. Is there anyone who has fallen into error? Lord, you are the one who can repair a faulty foundation. Lord, I pray that every faulty foundation, Lord, you will repair in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray, O God, that your children, you will lead them aright in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, eternal Father. We worship you because you are faithful. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. I want to appreciate you for listening. And until next time, again, when we meet, have a blessed week. Shalom.